You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily podcast on the Dallas Cowboys. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. I'm your host, Marcus Mosier. You are listening to part three of the Dallas Cowboys War Room Simulation. In part three, we pick up with Landon McCool, our host, uh, reading the simulation of the rest of the first round after pick 19. If you did not listen to part two, uh, we had the Cowboys selecting offensive guard James Daniels um, at number 19, and now we are simulating the rest of the first round In the second round, we talk about potentially moving up, players that we should target, as well as making our final pick uh, at number 50. So please enjoy, listen, and thank you guys for subscribing. Darius Geis went to Detroit, Harold Landry to Cincinnati, Calvin Ridley to Buffalo, uh, Marcus Davenport went to the Rams. Good Lord, the Rams. Uh, uh, Carolina Panthers took J.R. Alexander. Ronnie Harrison went to Tennessee. Vita Vea went to Atlanta. DJ Moore went to the New Orleans Saints. Rashawn Evans. Oh, that's so went, beautiful. Rashawn Evans went to uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Dallas Goddard went to Jacksonville. Maurice Hurst went to Minnesota, and Josh Jackson ended up in New England. Um, why is there only thirty-one picks? Oh, oh, and oh, Will Hernandez went to uh, Philadelphia Eagles. I don't like that. Um, okay. <laughs> well, so that's where we are. Uh, and, and at the start of the second round, we uh, uh, do, so do we want to talk about draft picks? That well, we got two offers to trade up immediately to start the second round. Do we want to discuss those real quick? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, okay. Yeah, se- because I think I think we have to kind of pay homage to this team and their obsession with this linebacker and consider Van Der Esch. Um, Washington is offering us the 12th pick uh, for our pick and our third round pick. So that'd be 44, right? Um, yeah, pick 44 for what are we trying to get up to 40? Or what, oh, what does it cost us? No, no they're, they're way underpaying us. Fuck, yeah, hell yeah. no. Hell no. Okay. No, kiss uh, me, Ross. No, no, no. Uh, we're not doing that. Uh, and, and, and Green Bay actually offered us a worse deal, so uh, we're not doing those. Um, but, Can I make the case for a player really quickly? Uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah, go ahead. Uh, we know that this is probably our last year of Dez, and there's not many X receivers in this class. Uh, I see one guy um, uh, that could potentially be that. Um, for us long term, and uh, that's Michael Gallup. Uh, I, I like Michael Gallup quite a bit. I don't think that's the guy that we have to trade up for, um, but I think that's just a guy that we need to consider at fifty. Hmm. All right, let's. Do you want to go ahead and? Uh, so right now we're at the start of the second round, um, and basically I'll read off a, a list real quick just so we we know who's there. Uh, Deron Payne, Leighton Vanderesh, Taven Bryant. Justin Reed, Christian Kirk, Sony Michelle, Josh Sweat, Isaiah Oliver, Mike Hughes, Billy Price, Nick Chubb, Harrison Phillips, Ronald Jones, Mike Gusecki, uh Malik Jefferson, Austin Corbett is still available. Oh, we, we already took a guard, though. Um, so uh, anybody else that anybody specifically wants to know about, I can help out. I'll post these as well on, on that one side of the sheet so we, we can look at them. Um. 
do we need is anyone in this list uh you know that that's inter- intriguing enough for us to make an offer to try to trade up uh uh, uh to trade up to try to get at, at the first pick of the in the of the second round i don't think i, I think so but i would trade up for josh sweat you you would trade up for josh sweat for sure like uh, where- I, personally i don't think the cowboys would okay <laughs> Just this stick, realistic. We shouldn't, but I'm saying personally, John owning it. Okay, um, <laughs> but does anybody have anyone that they would pr- pr- think about trading up for? I think in a realistic thing, Van Der Esch and Brian are probably off the board here. Mm-hmm. And um, but I think in this scenario, I think there are enough names to where we can wait till fifty and get our guy. I think there are enough names on the board to where I'm comfortable sitting and picking at fifty without giving up an asset. What do you think, boss? Yeah, at this point, I'm comfortable, and I, I, I'll defer to my staff. Um, you know, I'm Jerry Jones, so I'm a little bit bummed that we didn't get that Harold Landry deal because it would have been beautiful. Um, <laughs> so I am listening to my DC and his love for Josh Sweat. Um, I don't I don't think we're moving for anybody, though. I, I Yeah, I, I don't think we're moving for anybody at this point. Maybe if we get a little bit closer, let's give a pause. We're at 50. Let's give a pause at around uh, 44. Let's let's pause after 43 and reevaluate where we are. So get through 43? Yeah, get through 43 and then pause before Washington's pick. Okay. All right. So 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42... Okay, 43. All right, so, so far the first round has been Cleveland selected Sony Michelle. New York selected Josh Sweat. Cleveland selected Leighton Vander Esch. Indianapolis selected Justin Reed. Indianapolis also selected Christian Kirk. Tampa selected Isaiah Oliver. Chicago selected Billy Price. Denver selected Nick Chubb. Oakland selected Mike Hughes. Uh, oh man, that's a good pick at 41. Uh, 42, Carlton Davis went to the Miami Dolphins, and 43, Deron Payne goes to the New England Patriots. So, who so went to Tampa? Uh, Tampa got. Uh, sorry, moved away from that. Um, Isaiah Oliver. Mm, okay. So, uh, available to us is defensive lineman Taven Bryant. Defensive lineman Harrison Phillips, running back Ronald Jones, running uh, tight end Mike Gasecki, uh, Terrell Crosby, the tackle guard from Oregon, Malik Jefferson, the linebacker from Texas, Sam Hubbard, defensive end Ohio State, Austin Corbett, Mason Rudolph, Andrew Brown, James Washington, um, Hercules, the uh, mythical Greek demigod, uh, uh, Rashad Penny. Uh, Marcus Allen. Anybody else that anybody wants to know? No. No, I think that about covers it. I mean, is, is, is uh, Bates still on the board? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I haven't heard him. Yes, he is. Jesse Bates is still on the board, and so is, is Sean that, uh, Elliott, and so is Armani Watts and Terrell Edmonds. So all the safeties, cool? all safeties are on the board except uh, Harrison James and Fitzpatrick, right? Or did Reed go off the board? 
Reed went out to Indianapolis. Yeah, Ronald C. Reed, yeah. yeah. Okay, so so four safeties off the board. Okay. Yeah. Um, is that Lenahan quarterback available? <laughs> you trying to <laughs> trying to try to draft your son? Uh, no, he's he's uh, he's as far as you know, he's not. <laughs> we've we've locked we'll we've we've locked Scott Lenahan out of the draft room at this point. Uh, okay, so I guess at this point, I mean, it seems to me that I mean, just even on this board, that Taven Bryan is far and away the highest uh, uh, rated player on this board. Um, does anybody want to make any cases, uh, or, or I guess, is there anybody else that anybody is considering heavily here? Yeah, I'm. I'm I, I want to know about this Christian Kirk fella. Um, obviously, I know that there's a lot of people in the room that are going to be on board with uh, Taven Bryan, and there's going to be some people that don't believe he's worth uh, what other people value him as. Um, and then there's that Jaseki guy to take over for for Jason Witten. So, talk to me, fellas. All right, let's hear from our offensive coordinator. Our, our head coach had to step out for a second, so let's let's hear from our offensive coordinator real quick. Yeah, so Kirk's a guy that I think would fit our offense well because we want to adjust our offense to more of this, you know, yards after catch offense. And Kirk can play in the slot. We saw that at Texas A&M. Uh, I think he's a guy that kind of reminds me uh, of a former guy that I used to coach in Golden Tate. Uh, I think he can win on the outside. Obviously, he has special teams ability. Um, I think he's going to fit Dak's style of offense well. Uh, just the problem is, are we okay taking another guy that might need to be playing a slot? Uh, we know Beasley's contract is up uh, after this year. Uh, but yeah, Kirk fits this offense to a T. Since we're missing uh, our head coach, maybe we should hear from our uh, head of director of college scouting. Yeah, I think Christian Marcus nailed it. I think Christian Kirk, with the thing is him, you're going to play him in the slot. Um, he's going to give you immediate return ability, but we already had that with Ryan Switzer. So I think when you look at Christian Kirk, you're going to have to look at him playing in the slot and not at the X or the Z spot, right? at least right away. So I would look at a guy like Anthony Miller from Memphis, a guy who can play the slot or the Z. He, is, he gives you a little bit of position flex, and he is, to me, the most refined um most refined NFL-ready route runner available right now that can play on the outside. I think Deshaun Hamilton's a great route runner, but he's a guy, another guy who's playing the slot. Anthony Miller is a guy who can play on the outside. He can beat press. He can win at the catch point, and he can win before the route. This is a guy that I would target at 50 if he were there, but not necessarily someone I would trade up for. Then we already mentioned Taven Bryan. I think in a realistic scenario, Taven Bryan's probably off the board at this point. But if he falls this far, I mean, we're talking about value. You know, someone valuing Taven Bryan over another we're the we're the 43rd pick and he's still on the board i mean Taven bryan is a guy who i have in my top 10 this guy's a double digit sack pass rusher he has that kind of potential to be a guy like a geno atkins i think if he under the right scheme and we put him in marinelli's hands he can be a superstar i really do believe that and if he's there at 50 we cannot pass on him but in a realistic scenario he's probably off the board at this point so i would look at guys like anthony miller who i mentioned and a guy like jesse bates a guy who i asked you earlier um i think he's the last center fielder available I think if you want a guy who can step in right away and fill that free safety spot, Jesse Bates is your guy. And um, so those are my targets. Anthony Miller, obviously Taven Bryan, who I think should probably go off the board in the next couple of picks, and then Jesse Bates is the last center fielder. Uh, our head coach has stepped back in. Coach, the qu- question we're uh, talking about here is uh, Taven Bryan seems to be the, the highest-rated player on the board, but who else would we be considering here? Um, and I posted the list of who's available, so if you have any questions uh, – Please let me know. Otherwise, just uh, chime in with your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I think that one of the things we, we talked about, we're talking about wide receiver. I think one of the things we talked about 
yesterday when we we went through the first round and we wound up selecting the guard was that if we got a guard we could play offense as is uh for 2018 and that we have long-term needs at wide receiver but but we've we like the depth in the wide receiver class and things like that. Now a guy like Anthony Miller might be special enough at 50 to change that conversation. But I think that we have to at least make sure that we give serious consideration to a guy like Taven Bryant. We almost went pass rush at 19 and then considered giving up next year's pick to come up and get, uh, get a guard. So, and we almost considered giving up all of that stuff to come up and get the pass rusher. So I think that we absolutely have to consider the idea that we've got to help this defense too. This defense is light years better than it was even two or three years ago when we were making some playoff runs, but it still has some pieces that it needs to be, to really elevate itself. And over the course of the next couple of years, as Mr. Jones talked about yesterday, um, We've got some we've got some added needs coming down the road that we've got to take a look at as well. I think that I think we've got to kind of look. We can't ignore offense, of course, but I think we've got to tilt our head towards the defense a little bit here to try to help the overall football team the most that we can. Uh, real quick, just as a reminder to everyone, uh, we're at pick 44. Well, I forgot to mention that to you, Coach. Right, Sorry. Uh, right. Because we, we only simmed to 44 to see if we wanted to right. trade up. So anyone that we're looking at right here, we would have to trade up for and make an offer. Now, to keep in mind, to get to 44, technically, according to our trade chart, it looks like it would be a, uh, our 50th pick and then our 116, our fourth round pick. But... They also, this is the same team, Washington, that we're trading with that offered us that pick pre-round for the second and third round pick combined. So I don't know for a fact that we're going to be able to get them uh, at a price that we're hoping to get. But that's something just to consider is that whatever we're considering right now, we got to trade up for. Well, I, I think the the consensus here is that we don't really have a target to trade up for except for Taven, uh, except except for Brian. So I need to turn to my defensive coordinator, and I need him to tell me not only the virtues of getting this guy and how he would use him, but how is he going to use him in conjunction with David Irving this year? Because if I'm trading up for a guy, I need, I need that production right now. I mean, as you guys saw, I magnificently worked out Tavon Bryan the, before the draft, <laughs> before we got here. It was unbelievable. I don't know if you guys caught it, but it was there. <laughs> Damn uh, right. You did a great job. Damn right. Oh, Lionel, he's the kill on uh, Taven Bryan top 10 talk, but this is a good value <laughs> for him here. Hey. But yeah, he's the guy. He's exactly what we want from an under tackle. He's going to get upfield, he's going to penetrate his gap, and he's going to wreak havoc in the backfield. Now, the problem is. He does that every single snap. He doesn't play with much with much discipline. He his eyes are often in the wrong place. His get off he his pad level rises a little bit as the play goes on. But when he plays correctly with his with a correct base with the correct get off correct hand placement, he's he might be the best under tackle in this draft. He has the strength. He has the athleticism. He ha, he's basically a freak athletically. We just need him to play more consistently, and. But the problem with trading up for him is, is that we would have to play a lot of musical chairs at the at the um, at the defensive tackle spots. We got David Irving, who I could play at the one and the three. Taven, I don't really want him at the one. I don't want him taking double teams. I'd rather play him at the three. We got Brian Price at the one, who we kind of like, but we don't want him to play more than twenty snaps a game. Malik Collins is 
we can we proved he can play at the one. He has that ability with his get off to really stress an offense, uh, a center's um, snap hand right off the snap. But he doesn't have. I just don't think he has the strength to be able to hold up there. We saw how he was getting moved out of his gap by double teams the entire time. I don't know. If, I don't really think we should trade up and sacrifice other resources for a position where we'd have to play some musical chairs up front. If. See, I, I just have a problem because although I warned in the first round that we could be saying goodbye to both Irvin and Lawrence uh, or either one of them, would we make a pick that would definitely send Irving packing? Because there's no way that I'm going to trade up for Taven Bryan and then re-sign David Irving next year. That That's just not going to happen. So would you guys say if 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 there's if there's money for me to pay Irving next year let's take that out of the equation let's just say that there is money for me to pay Irving next year would you rather have Taven Bryan or Irving Irving 10 times out of 10 I'd rather have Irving in the pick Yeah I think I, so yeah too. I'd rather have Irving in the two picks as as many as many issues as Irving and myself and, may and, have and I'd personally. Also, I'd also like I, to point out that I, I think that uh, you know what we're giving up. If, if we just wait and to and, and let the ball the thing fall to us at fifty, there's a very good chance that we could get uh, Jesse Bates, and we have I would say more of a need at safety, especially a guy that can play in the back end, uh, than immediately at defensive tackle, and we can get that and fill that role. Uh, I understand that the value is different. That you know the the upside with Taven Bryan is very was is huge, and there's a reason that he's a higher higher rated player. But at the same time, we can still f- even more fill a need on our defense that might have a, a more immediate impact without having to give up the resources that we're talking about giving up here. Okay, let's. Let, I think we're all in agreement. Let's run the sim. Go to fifty. Here we go. And immediately they take uh, uh, Bryan. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> wow. Everyone wants our pick, though. Immediately, they, we did get offered a ton of picks um, for uh, trading down, but we're, for the sake of this exercise, we're not doing that because um, we are. We got to pick the guy. Uh, okay, so where are we? Um, Jesse Bates is here at fifty, uh, but just to give you the the list of everyone else, uh, Gasecki. Terrell Crosby, Malik Jefferson, Sam Hubbard, James Washington, Hercules, uh, Rashad Penny, Marcus Allen, um, Ogbania, Okorowanko. Oh, you're giving us you're giving us who's available. Yeah, this is all who's available. Oh no no no! I, oh, I you guys want who was picked? Okay, uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, for, so forty four was Taven Bryant. It was immediately taken by Washington. Oh great! great. Uh-huh. I'm uh, glad we picked that guard to block him every year. <laughs> every year. Uh, Harrison Phillips. Uh, went to Green Bay. Austin Corbett went to Cincinnati. Um, Mason Rudolph went to Arizona. Uh, Andrew Brown went to L.A. Ronald Jones went to Indianapolis. So we are on the clock. And I'm- I would just let you, let you guys know that I did target the two guys we were talking about, Isaiah Wynn and Taven Bryan, when I had us pause the sim as far as where they were going to go. Just want to point that out there. Well, we so close yet so far. It's uh, <laughs> it seems to be a familiar tone. Uh, 
where are I mean at this point I guess are are we happy with Bates is is someone else chiming in here I haven't heard from my college director in a while what's what's what what is your thought process here I think you have to look at either Jesse Bates or Anthony Miller here just for the fact that you know Anthony Miller to me is the there's a drop off after Anthony Miller in the wire series class so if he's the last one available that I can take as a starting Z right now I'll take him but I think Jesse Bates, on the other hand, is a guy who's the last true center fielder. So are we valuing a wide receiver when we got Des Bryant and Alan Hearns, pending that they're still on the roster at this point? And, but, or are we going to take Jesse Bates, who we know is going to be a starter day one at the center fielder spot? So uh, I'd like to hear from the coaches just to see what they would think about that and where they would fit in. But to me, I have Anthony Miller as a better player, but Jesse Bates might be the better fit for what we need right now. So I'd like to hear from the coaches what they would think on that. All right, let's hear from the offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, and then the head coach. Yeah, so I like Anthony Miller, but here's the question I got to ask you guys. He's coming off a foot injury. Uh, We know he has a shoulder problem. Uh, Is that going to be a guy that we feel comfortable is going to be ready to go on day one, or is this going to be a future pick? Because we need players that can make impacts right now. I, th- I think it's it's yeah. tough to determine. I mean, I think you. Know, I, I mean, if we're actually debating the question with his injury, I, I think you, wide receiver is a difficult position to to come into in the NFL, especially with an injury, uh, and especially into a crowded wide receiver room. I, I mean, obviously, we would might make a move if we were to draft Anthony Miller on one of these guys, but I, I have to I have to think it it doesn't if we're making an Anthony Miller selection here. It doesn't seem to jive with the idea of trying to save all of these coaches' jobs or helping these coaches keep their jobs. It seems like a pick that's more like we might be able to get something from Anthony Miller this year. I feel like, but I, I feel like it's really more of a pick, a futures pick, as, as opposed to uh, a uh, a win now pick. I, I think if we're trying to get the, the team to a point to win right now, we need a safety, and and that's uh, the talent injection there. That's my two cents. But, again, let's hear from the defensive coordinator and head coach. I'm a big fan of Jesse Bates. I think he can, with us, most likely moving Byron over to the cornerback position where we have an opening in the deep center field. And I think Jesse Bates would be a great fit with uh, Chris Richard in his new in his new system he's going to implement back there. He's fluid. He's a fluid mover. He's instinctive. He can range from the hash. He even has some range beyond the hash to the numbers that I like. I think he can really shut down that middle part of the field. And even if we need to, we can have him come down to the slot and cover receivers if necessary. That's not where I want him to be, but he has that versatility. I know our College of Scouting Director is a big fan of him, and I like him too. I like his value here, and I think he would make a big impact with us. I can't talk about the wide receivers as much and their impact, but I know Bates would make a big impact on our defense. Coach, yeah, I think that uh, that we've got we've got options on at the wide receiver spot. Looking beyond 2018, as hard as that is for me to do at this point, um, we've got Alan Hearns with an option for 2019. We've got technically we still have Des Bryant under contract for 2019. Um, we've got the only guy who is for certain to be out of the building at the wide receiver room next next season is Cole Beasley, whose contract expires after the year. We have Ryan Switzer, who can immediately fill in in that role. We have Noah Brown, who we feel like is a, a an up and rising player for us. I think that 
that we have plenty of depth in the wide receiver room. We don't need to attack that with a second round pick as much as we might need to a little bit later, maybe later today or tomorrow um, on later in the third round, maybe the fourth round of the draft. We could touch that. But I think that, uh, I think that we got to help our defense and we got, we've, we've got to give Chris Richard his topper in center field to, to cut off the post, cut off the seams and allow this defense to function the way he wants it to function or else, we're going to wind up scrambling at that spot all year, and it's going to leave us compromised on the defensive side. Mr. Jones, what do you think? Ah, uh, man, man. You guys are making, guys are making some good arguments. arguments. Uh, uh, I, 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 I want to know what you guys think about this Jacecki kid. I mean, he just, he just looks like, like if I'm going to give, give Jason Jason to somebody, somebody that seems that like, seems like I, a guy that, that, that I would do it, nobody's really talking about him right here. All right, we're we're getting a, a little bit of weird reception from from you, uh, <laughs> Mr. Jones. But I but I heard the question is that you want to hear a little bit more about Mike Gesicki, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, can we get a little bit more from uh, our offensive coordinator on his thoughts on Mike Gesicki, and then also from our uh, college scouting director? Yeah, so Gesicki's a big athletic guy that you can use in the red zone. You can use down the field. Uh, I just question his blocking ability. Obviously, we have Jason Witten here who we just, uh, you know, we're planning on having him for the next couple of years. We've got other guys in our roster. I I just don't see Gusecki as this guy that's going to be able to play every down for us because he's just not physical as a blocker on the line of scrimmage. Uh, I kind of think it's a luxury pick. Uh, I mean, of course, I would love to coach the player, uh, but it might just be too rich for my taste right here. Yeah, personally for me, Mike Gusecki is my top tight end. Uh, he's a guy that, you know, who's more like a big wide receiver instead of an inline guy. You know, Marcus, a.k.a. Scott, talked about it. You know, he's not a, he's not a player who's going to play inline blocker. He's not a traditional tight end. He, you know, look what the Giants are, Evan Ingram, kind of like a big slot receiver. This is what Mike Gusecki is going to be. He's going to be a big red zone weapon, a guy who can stretch the field vertically. Um, to me, I think we there are better traditional tight ends. The fact that we can want to replace Jason Witten for um, you got guys like the Dallas Goddard, a Hayden Hurst, or a guy like Ian Thomas later in the draft. Um, but Mike Gusecki is a guy that you're probably going to play more as a wide receiver than a true tight end. So um, I think it is a luxury pick at this point, and I don't think he's a true replacement for Witten if we draft him. Well, you mentioned that guy uh, Hayden Hurst. He's yeah. not off the board yet, and I've I seen him yeah. mocked in the first round to a lot of teams. Yeah. So, uh, talk to me about him. Yeah, so Hayden Hurst, I'm a little lower on Hayden Hurst just for the fact that he's an older prospect coming in, and he had an injury that caused him that made him leave baseball. He had the yips with his shoulder. Um, I think that's something we have to take in consideration. I don't think he is the inline blocker that we all that a lot of people think he is. I think he's a little bit overrated in that aspect of the game. Um, and for an older prospect, I don't think he's as refined as a receiver that I would hope for. Um, I think he is a guy who is – basically just average in every part of the game. I think he's a guy that won't he, – he's, he's, he's an older prospect who really will help you right away. So I'm not sure how much upside there is with him. So to me, I would think of him more as a third or fourth round guy as opposed to a guy in the second round I think would be a little bit rich for him here. Um, so I would look elsewhere if we're looking for a tight end. And I think we should wait for our tight end if we're going to look for one as a replacement for uh, Witten down the road. So I don't think um, – if we're not tar- targeting Gusecki here as a big slot receiver, I think we should wait on our tight end. Hey, hey, boss, also, just to add in, Mark Andrews, Ian Thomas, these guys are all still available as well. I mean, so the, I think the – what I'm hearing from all these guys, and I understand you want to get the full picture here, is that we have our shot, our our last shot on getting a topper here. But 
these guys that you were looking at a tight end, there's a couple of these guys still available, and we might be able to. We, I feel like we will be able to last the third round to get one of these guys. I mean, they all seem to be kind of plateaued at this point. So it if might not be something. The fourth to, round. Yeah, it might be something to consider to to kind of lean in with everybody and take the safety pick and uh, and wait on the tight end. But you know, you're the you're the wildcatter boss, so you tell me. Well, I mean, we, we, we still got to go out there and we got to get ourselves a tight end and we got to go out there and we got to get ourselves another linebacker. So between linebacker and tight end, if we're going to wait, then we're going to wait. But if we got to get somebody to, you know, put, put a top on things and make sure that, you know, the, the opposing offense doesn't, doesn't just explode all over, uh, you know, everybody, then we, we got to go get the guy. And if you guys are telling me that this Bates kid, I mean, you know, we have a history with Bates at the safety position here, here in Dallas. So if that's the way that we're going to go, then that's the way that we're going to go. Let's do it. Let's, let's, let's do Bates. Everybody agree with Bates? Everybody good? Bates. Good. All right, claps all around as we select Jesse Bates from Safety, Wake Forest. All right. Uh, and guys, you know what? I feel like that's a good spot to uh, to call an end to this. Um, round of applause to all of you. Thank you guys so much for uh, for playing along Bravo. and doing this. This was awesome. It's always awesome. I look forward to this every year. I'm going to keep doing these. Um, thank you so much, Katie, Jonah, John, uh, who am I forgetting? Marcus, uh, Joey. Thank you guys so much um, for coming on. Uh, obviously, this will be broken up to a couple different shows. Uh, guys, I'm not sure how long this will last, but I mean, stay tuned to Locked On Cowboys, uh, and we'll be back obviously with more draft content um, either next week. I'm sure these will last throughout the week, so we'll be back next week with more content. Make sure you follow Locked On Cowboys and uh, Marcus and myself. Uh, And until next time, happy trails, everybody. Salute.